Juan. Oh, faithful Juan. Why why dost thou not trusteth me? Whoa, wrong way. Wrong way. No, it's not called Good Morning Corona Chan. This is the Clary Podcast, Juan. <clears throat> because I don't know if you notice, I do a lot of content creation. And I like to do one, at least one of each. One older brother podcast. One Clary podcast. I'd like to do more Good Morning Corona Chan podcasts, but it's just too much asshole consulting came in. I'm trying to work on putting together a class. Oh, by the way, hang on. Let me go grab my notes. I might as well mention this, and I'll, I'll do an official thing later. Let me go grab this. Oh, I, uh, old Cappy's going to be speaking out in public. So if you guys want to come with, or come with, you want to attend, <laughs> you won't come with, you wouldn't speak, you come to see me. A bunch, uh, uh, but I'm just one of uh, 10 people so far, but I only have a list of nine. Uh, so uh, Rich Cooper and Rolo Tomasi have put together um, kind of a rule zero red pill seminar that's going to be taking place in Vegas between October 2nd to the 4th. So um, if I recall correctly, there's two afternoons of speeches. So five guys are going to speak an hour each because they didn't want to do like, you know, wake up at 7. So it's going to be nice and easy, nice and relaxed. Uh, and they, they don't have exact specific times. They don't have location yet. Um, <clears throat> they do have a date, October 2nd through the 4th in Las Vegas. So that allows you to fly out, get your hotel. Uh, do what you need to do. Um, and it's going to be two afternoons of speeches from 10 different guys, five each day. And then the third day, or the fourth, I think that's a Sunday, uh, every speaker is going to have their own activity or their own thing. And it's kind of like get to know the guy because, you know, I'll bring in my followers. Uh, Rich will bring in his um Modern Life John will bring his, his Troy Francis. I'll go through the list of the speakers here later. And then, like, because you Hanyakers, whoever wants to show up will show up. Uh, and then, oh, you get to hang out with the guy that, that brought you to this thing. And so each person has their own event. I think Rich Cooper, of course, him, he's going to rent Ferraris and sports cars. They're going to go drive up into the mountains and have a good old time. Um, what else? Um, Rolo, I think was going to do not wine. He was going to do something else. Eat, you know, some people are going to go do cigars. I'm doing Clary's death March. I got a hike all picked out for you guys. It's going to be wonderful. 14 miles round trip. I think 3,500 elevation gain, 3,500 foot elevation gain. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to do Clary's death March. And then, uh, and I might have a cigar on the way up because it's a nice, slow, steady climb. It's not too jagged. So, uh, you know, if you're not dying. So uh, who, who's uh, on the speakers? We got Modern Life, John, Troy Francis, John Samanez, uh, John Fitch, Sterling Cooper, um, myself, uh, Ryan Stone, and then these two no-names, Rich Cooper and Rolo Tomasi. I've never heard of those guys. They, we probably, they're probably charitably brought in. But, uh, yeah, so you get to tune into all these I only have nine. I'm wondering where the 10th one was, who the 10th one. And I am including myself. 
So I thought it was going to be 10. Now the problem, I can only sell 10 tickets. Okay. Each person was allotted a certain amount of tickets to sell. We're leaving some in reserve just in case. And the price is a thousand bucks. All right. That's, that's the problem. That's the drawback. My goal, however, I already know what my topic, my speech is going to be, is to give you the advice and information you need to make it so that you not only make your $1,000 back, uh, but your flight and hotel and any other expenses. So in other words, if you attend my seminar and you do what I say to do in this seminar, that's the whole other thing. You know that book, Worthless? I know June is Worthless Degree Awareness Month. Ah, How many kids read it, but then how many people didn't follow the advice. Well, it doesn't matter then that you don't follow the advice. So if that assuages you, let me know. Um, so the payment's very simple. You email me. Uh, you pay me a thousand bucks. I'm keeping the money in escrow. The money is not going to go anywhere because you never know if it'd be, you know me, what's going to go wrong is going to go wrong. Something's going to, I want to be ready so I can refund you your money in case it doesn't happen. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to do PayPal because PayPal takes a 3%. So I'll probably have you mail it uh, to my secretary's PO box and just cut me a check um, to me. Actually, not to me. Email me. I'll give you the details. It, it's They're trying to keep it very streamlined. And in other words, you pay me. I get to keep whatever. But then I got to pay into the kitty to cover operating expenses and things like that. All right. And so, well, obviously, everyone thinks there's going to be a profit off of it. Um, and that's it. So it's first come, first serve. I can only sell 10. Uh, if you're willing to pay a 1000 bucks to hear me blather on. And then uh, the other nine guys, uh, you get to meet them all. Uh, not to mention you get to hang out with a bunch of cool guys. I presume people who are showing up are going to be cool. And then there's an activity. Who doesn't want to do the death march? Come on. Come on. Actually, what you could do, um, everyone's going to meet everybody else. So don't think like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to meet Rich Cooper. You'll be Rich will be there. You can meet up. I think there's going to be like socializing afterwards, like an after So You're going to meet all these guys. Uh, it's not like, and you don't have to go on the, on the death march. No one, no one had, is forced to go on the Clary's death march. Uh, if you want to go golf with Rolo or uh, ride pigs with Ryan Stone, or he, he's got some clay, he's got some fun stuff like that. <laughs> if, if you want modern life, John has the dude bro party. Hey, he went standard straight Vegas. I guess he's renting a penthouse suite at one of the hotels, or he's uh He's got some fancy house on the strip, and you guys could go party up and get drunk. Uh, my my event will not be that. My event will be the Clary Death March, and I have I have alternatives picked out in case it snows or it's too cold or whatever else. I got alternatives. So if you want to do the Clary Death March, get in shape by October second. Definitely be in shape. And so then email me. Uh, don't email me at Cappy. Uh, don't email me at Asshole Consulting. Email me at my Cappy Cap account. That's capped. C A P T. Not Captain. Capped. C A P T. Capitalism at Yahoo.com. Capped. Capitalism at Yahoo.com. First come, first serve. First paid, first serve. I'll put it that way. First paid, first serve. And um, I might get some more seats to sell by doubt it right now I'm, uh, they've allotted me 10 so that's it all right
I'll do the seminar thing later. Ah, uh, hope you guys are doing well. I am trying to get all my work done. So there's not going to be a terribly long podcast. We got lots to go. If I always say that, then you Hanyakers toss me a shit ton of money and I got to dance like your little bitch. Uh, but I am trying to get stuff done before the weekend. I'm trying to be optimistic. It's impossible. It's impossible to be optimistic. I wake up all fucking bad news, all cra- crazy ass shit. Oh, the socialist this. Oh, Seattle taken over by that. Oh, literally mentally ill girls setting fire to cop cars. And we're going to slap them on the little slap on the slap. And, you know, it's, and, and there's loss. And then I can't, I can't. So I'm not worrying about it. I'm not, I'm not. I am going to get all my stuff done. I'm going to repeat last, last night. Uh, have you, I don't know if you guys have gone the parade of homes. You ever been to a parade of homes? One of those things like I'll never go like you're a younger 20 something guy or gal. You're like, I'll never go to a parade of home. That's for rich people. And then when you're a 40 something guy or gal, you say, I'm going to go into the parade of home to a house I absolutely cannot afford. And, uh, I have been in model homes before, but these were private parties. Oh, Cappy's got a toe in the rich people community still. It's still fun to be a fly on the wall where the rich people are. But they'll do a model home party now. Some of these developers will build this fancy model home, and it'll have all the high-end fixings and trimmings. And if it's a really nice home, sometimes you'll be invited to the unleashing, the uh, opening. The opening of and there's there's champagne and there's food and and you walk around you say my god this is overpriced shit but you don't yell that out because you'd hurt people's feelings and so uh, I kind of that's kind of what parade of homes was like I have I've not been to a parade of homes home but I have been to some of these models and uh, and it's it's for the developer to strut their stuff and then for rich white women to look around like oh. I have only copper handles. This is silver, and Tina is going to get silver handles. I got to go tell hubby, not to change the handles, to buy a whole new fucking house. <laughs> uh, so that's that's kind of the world I've seen before. Of course, of course, there ain't no real money behind. Every once in a while, there might be a guy with real money. Every once in a while, there's a surge and like, oh, okay, you, you can afford this. But every other time, and I found that out at the Parade of Homes. So we go to a Parade of Homes. This is what only upper, upper income people can afford. And uh, I just, <laughs> I, I, I look, and I'm like, there are so many of these houses. The first house we went into was like $700,000, four or five bedroom, all pimped out basement and i'm thinking like okay this this is what rich people would like you would have to be genuinely rich to afford this place and then anybody with common sense would say five bedroom how many kids you got what how long are you going to be here when the kids get out you know they graduate they leave <clears throat> are you going to hold on to this house are you going to scale down so this is a bit of an egregious overly priced house and why are there so many of them because I've been keeping an eye. I got some realtor friends. And these houses are being banged out like machine parts. And I'm like, who the hell can afford that? Where This is beyond your doctor, lawyer, power couple. 
This is not two engineers come in and, and buy themselves their dream home and barely. So I asked the lady, I said, who, who's looking at these houses? Like, who are they? Are they rich? He's like, no, people like you. I'm like, what? Now maybe she's just trying to be a good salesman. I'm like, what? Well, yeah, it's a lot of double income and no kids or maybe a couple kids. But yeah, this is, you know, fam. This is the, the starter family home. Start, like starter, star, star. Say that again. $700,000 is starter. And she said, well, they're obviously, you know, double income. I'm like, to a four to $700,000 home, they better both be making the six figs or higher. And even then, <clears throat> you got a budget. And so and then it's like, oh, yeah, but usually two kids. I'm like, why are there five bedrooms? Oh, in case people stop by. <laughs> Well, there's a hotel down there. I'm not paying the mortgage and the insurance and the property taxes on what? Sometimes a thousand extra, not a thousand, but uh, 500 extra feet of rooms you don't use because everything's paid in square footage. And so I said, what about the one next door? Because this is just the one level. Oh, well, that's for retired people. I'm like, oh, okay. That's only a three bedroom. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have a question, little math question. They're retired. Why is it a three-bedroom? Oh, you know, for grandchildren and this and that. So I walk in. I'm like, Jesus Christ. This one now, this one was only 550, okay? If you wanted to slum it, you wanted a downsize from 700 to only 550. <laughs> and, and see, you gotta understand what a bedroom now is. You got to understand what a bedroom now is. I'm thinking like a bedroom is a room I can sleep in that doesn't have a toilet. You know, if it doesn't have a function like kitchen, there's no appliances in it. That's a bedroom. Oh, no, Aaron. No, you're foolish. See, that's a walk-in closet. I'm like, I have literally had rooms smaller than the walk-in closets being built now. That's not a, that's not a room. That's an office. And then that's not a room. That's a hobby room. So it really is like, a five to six bedroom house, but it's for retired couples with two extra bedrooms. But it's only on one level, except the walkout basement is also done too with more room. <laughs> right now, all the Latinos who fit like eight people to a garage are like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, it, it, <laughs> oh, you can't sleep in the, you can't put a bed there. That's the hobby room. So uh, there, there was point purpose to go there. I'm looking for, you know, things, you know, like lighting and trim and flooring, trying to get an idea. I kind of already had an idea in my mind. And it helps to like, oh, because there's so many things that go into a house. What kind of trim? What kind of crowning? Do you want crowning? What kind of door frame? What kind of door? Do you want one? And guys, bring a woman with you. And she'll pick out some important things. The problem with having a woman with you is for every legit and critical thing she'll find, like, hey, the garage is facing the wrong way. Like, really? She's going to point out 842 things that are completely fucking irrelevant. And you're just going to be like, I don't care. Fine. Have a window. Do I like that door? Uh, it looks rectangular to me. What about the doorknobs? <laughs> Fuck. 
But then within there, there's going to be something really important. Like, hey, is it the toilet facing? Like, holy shit, it is. That would have, thanks, babe. It's just like, oh. So we get we went in, we looked through, and kind of like, oh yeah, I like this, don't like that. Yeah, you, you further refine and I, I recommend anybody do that if you're if you're building a home, go to these parade of homes. If not to see the opulent, over fucking spectacular amount of wealth, you can't even call it wealth because everyone's borrowing the fucking money. That much I do know. That much I know from my banking days. I look at behind the shield or the the curtain. Oh, here's your balance sheet. Here's your income statement. Yeah, you guys are fucked. You guys are gonna. Remortgage this thing eight times. Very few people can actually afford those houses. They get financing for it, but very few people can afford it. Um, <clears throat> so aside from the interesting sociological uh, insight this provides, we're just like, wow. Again, no socialist. You guys know me. No socialist. But holy shit. It's materialism. These people have so got to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like for a family of four, are you fucking nuts? What? <laughs> and so, uh, so there's that aspect, but then, uh, yeah, it really does help where it's like, oh yeah, I do like that frosted window thing. Oh yeah. We would have to put the, the stairs there. We would. So it, it, but yeah, if you get the time, do a parade of homes just for the experience, just to see it. And I'm glad we did. Cause I needed to get the hell out. I needed to get out. I need to just like, I just need to see something nice instead of all this bullshit news and all, you know, uh, lice infested gutter punks of Seattle declare own country. Gosh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just shut the fuck up. So I went and drove around. Beautiful day. Went to the parade home. I'm going to repeat that this, this weekend. I am not. I'm unplugging from the computer or at least the internet's. Oh, I'll do asshole consulting. I'll do that. But man, I, I can't even look at Twitter or Facebook because I was like, oh, what's going on in the news today? Nothing good. Nothing already getting pissed off. Now, I was in a good mood because I've like finalized the outline <clears throat> for my new class I'm going to be doing, and of which I'm charging an egregious fee as well. I don't know if you guys would need it, though, because if you've read my stuff, I don't, I don't know if you really need it, only unless it really piques your interest. It's going to be expensive, too. But like most of my things, you're going to get a rate of return, a positive one, if you follow the advice. <clears throat> well, I was kind of happy I got that done and uh, just in a way better mood. Went to a happen upon a car show. I was driving around and came across the car show. Bunch of old guys. And they didn't care. No one cared what was going on. It's all old people with old cars having a good old time before they die. They're getting ice creams. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. Visited a buddy. I made it. I, I managed to stay away from home for, what was it? I didn't get home till 8.30. Left at 2. Was that a, only six hours? Remember the days when you were younger? Like, especially when you're in your 20s and your teens. You know, going to, like, you would literally just sleep at home. You'd wake up and you go. You were gone. You go to work and you go do this. You go play games. You intramural sports, <clears throat> and then and then then you come home at like midnight. Nothing had been disturbed since you left. You were gone. What sixteen hours? Oh, oh! You knew you were living then. Boy, were you living then? You had to get out and ask the same thing. It's like now, I guess you can make the argument. Yeah, but when you were working, wouldn't you be working in an office, but now you have to work for it? So you have a fair point there, observant time management person. 
But after you just stick to like, and you don't want to come back. And that's the goal is to stay the F away. Just stay away from this fucking computer screen and this fucking camera and this fucking computer. <clears throat> and the fucking internet. I'm not going to look at my social media. I'm just going to get all this worked out. So we're doing the podcast today. Not the Corona Champ podcast one. That'll be next week. Maybe I'll get two in next week. I don't know. And then I'm going to go probably to the cigar lounge. I'm going to go and put the, I got to type up. I got it written out. I got the notes written out for the outline. I got to type it up, make sure I did. And then I got to convert it to power. This has been a long time since I put together a class. Holy cow. I think the last time I put together a class, I was in my late 20s. It's almost 20 years ago. Used to do finance seminars and economics classes when I used to teach. Yeah, it's been at least that time. So 15 years, 16 years. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Now I got to put it in PowerPoint. Then you got to go through it three or four times. Like, oh, yeah, okay, this is – I'm repeating myself. That doesn't sound good. Let's move this around a little bit. It's it's an investment. It's a chore. But hopefully it'll make a little bit of money. Hopefully you guys will like it too. Hopefully you'll send it – I'm also trying to get a larger reach. It's not just going to be economics, red pill stuff. This will be a larger philosophical thing. Um, it'll be online. Hopefully it'll have a reach. It'll, it'll be interesting. It won't be very sexy or exciting or accusatory. We will not be blaming everything on women. I'm, this is this will be a asexual class. Women will be allowed to take it. Whether they follow the advice or not is another matter. <laughs> I don't care, though, because I'll have their money. And that's all that matters in Cappy World. Oh, it's fun to watch people. Even Chad, a couple other guys, <clears throat> they're like, I was in this seminar. I was in this meeting. And and even even Glendon Cameron, who I, I like to poke fun on, on on the Facebook, they all still care. They all still care. Like you gotta get over caring, guys. Doesn't matter if people listen to you or not. Did you get their fucking money? Yet did you? Okay. And again, even hypocritical. I past two days, I did two videos about how I lamented, I rude. That's a word. Uh, how no one listened or bought the book worthless. Although some people did, they were kind of sent in some comments and I read through those comments in one of the video and that made my day. Uh, but the fact that the entire country could have avoided the student loan crisis, if they just read my bleeping $9.95 cent book and they didn't, it, that's, that's more the like, Really? We had the, we had this potential to stop nuclear war by taking this rock and throwing it to our left. Like that would have prevented nuclear war. What did everyone do? Take a rock, throw it to their right. And so I'm going to enjoy this weekend. I'm going to have a repeat of yesterday. I'm going to get all my work done. I'm going to do this. Oh, yes, and the work sneaks back in. That's what happens. You'll go have a ton of fun. You're like, Kind of bored having fun. Maybe that's why adults get so upset, so grumpy when they're older. They've done everything that's fun. And to such an extent, the novelty is all gone. And then there's no fun left to do. And don't you people, if I was in your position, I could never be bored. It's like, no, you've never been in my position. You got to suck your life up eight hours a day, 10 with commute. You have not been in my position. You have not exhausted all the fun options and opportunities out there. You will, you will get bored. You will 
Mark my words, you get enough time, you will do all the shit you want to do and you will get bored. And so as an adult, now normally this happens towards retirement, but now as an adult, you're kind of like, ah, no, I don't want to play tag. No, I don't want to do this. No, I don't. although I do, I have enjoyed finding Calm and Serenity feeding fish pieces of bread. That's kind of fun to watch the bluegills eat that up. <clears throat> so then you'll be like, Ugh. All right, we've done enough fun. Maybe I should get some work done. All right, I'll get some. So you might see me over the weekend. You might see a video or two. I also like to catch up on Sunday. Sunday, it's kind of like, yeah, let me let me make sure Monday is it such a beast to digest. I'll get a little bit of videos and things done. So you got that there. Um, let's get the sponsors out of the way real quick. The Clarity Podcast is brought to you by Better Bachelor. Find Better Bachelor on YouTube. Check out Joker. His name is Joker. And uh, he gave me a nice shout out there uh, this past week. And then book sales took off. Terrence Pop. Find Terrence Pop on BitChute. He's, everyone's migrating. Turd Flingy Monkey's on BitChute. Terrence Pop's on BitChute. Cappy, you going to BitChute? Not yet. Sounds like work. Sounds like something on this. Am I going to jump on another, not bandwagon, but alternative media platform? No, not not today. Not today. Sick and tired of constantly changing. Oh, are you on this? Are you on that? No, I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not going on it until I absolutely have to. Uh, safetyphd.com. Check out our good buddy, Dr. David Perodin. 405media.com. Another website full of podcasts for you. Sandman. Uh, let's use Sandman browser. It's the Brave browser. And if you use this browser and install it, he makes money. I think you can make money too. It's all automated, but I've posted that. I tried using Brave, and it was too simple. Like I like give me some, give me some buttons to push, give me something to click on, so I know, you know I can tailor this. No, it's just the Brave browser and a search button. Like, oh, okay, I, I see. No user interface whatsoever. We're gonna make this really fucking hard for me, huh? A whole new thing I get to learn. Cappy, why don't you go on Brave? Cappy, why don't you go on BitChute? Because I'm fucking sick and tired of losing it, uh, learning interfaces. Okay, where's where's a create video button? Five minutes later. Oh, obscurely left over here under five different menus when it should be the big fucking record button. <clears throat> One thing why I like StreamYard. StreamYard is, is like, oh my God, you thought of the end user. You you must have talked to people and, and put some thought into this. Uh, and then uh, a couple of my books here, How Not to Become Millennial, uh, written originally by me, but has since been edited by Vince Barrick. Get this book for any friend of yours who's graduating or any Gen Zer that you'd like to save. Worthless, The Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. This is for every young person out there, man or woman that's off to college. Make sure they don't repeat the mistakes of the millennial curse of the high IQ. This is for everyone tuning in because you're probably much more intelligent than you realize. I don't say that to kiss your ass. I say that because you're probably suffering greatly socially, intellectually, romantically, and other ways, and you don't know why I can put some pretty good money on it. It's because you're smarter than you realize. And when you take the IQ test, you see the little bell distribution curve. It's bing. Oh, that's why I want to murder everyone in the world. That's why people drive so slow. That's why people just, that's why people are declaring themselves mayors of feces town. Now I, 
This is why people don't listen to evidence and reason. That's the majority. They're sheep. And then the philosophical consequences and ramifications of having that epiphany. So there you go, Curse of the High IQ. Batch of Pad Economics, a mandatory book for every man and woman out there. You want to learn to not starve and eat cat food when you're old. Enjoy the decline, accepting and living with the death of the United States. This might be a great book on stoicism. See the crazy shit going on out there? <clears throat> and uh, The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. Or any black gentleman out there. Is there in for women? Can women read that? <laughs> yeah, they can read it. You're going to have to give up the government checks and start liking their fellow black man and treating them like a king. But that, 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 that doesn't sound like they're at the table now, does it? Reconnaissance man, for those of you looking to move out of your leftist Marxist shitholes that are being burned down by Democrats. Not one Republican has done anything during these entire riots. And the Pence Principle. Uh, not my book, written by Randy Bentwork. But basically, how not to get your life ruined by someone like Blasey Ford, like Kavanaugh did, and be falsely accused of rape or say is sexual assault even going to exist anymore? Is everything just going to be rape? Yeah, we're just going to get in there and be like, you know, multiple degrees, or you know, rape in in this twenty second degree, like meaning he put his arm around you at a bar and he got his hands a little too close. Although that would probably be that would be you, you can't cop a feeling, but that that would be criminal. But, you know, he accidentally bumped his shoulder into your boob, not looking, not even knowing you were there on the on the uh, subway. Is that like 28th degree of rape? <clears throat> there's no sexual, there's no gradation, like sexual assault, sexual harassment, uh, rape, real rape. Um, anyway, so get that book because then that way you don't have a girl claiming, in uh, 1997, Bob touched me funny. Why didn't you come out before? I was afraid. Are you kidding me? <sighs> and for any ladies listening, cops or it didn't happen. All right, cops or it didn't happen. So we do want to get the rapists. We do want to get the bad guys. We can't do that if you don't call the cops. Wait a minute. If there aren't any cops around, how do you? Ah, oh, never mind. Anyway, that's the Pence Principle. Very short book. Very mandatory read for every young and old man out there. What else we got? Uh, pushing Rubber Downhill. Go to pushingrubberdownhill.com. Visit our friend Adam Piggott. Uh, the world's pet kangaroo. That's what Adam Piggott is. The world's pet kangaroo. communal kangaroo. Everyone pat him. And uh, read his book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Read his blog, pushingrubberdownhill.com. And tune, out, tune into his podcast, Pushing Rubber Downhill Podcast. Guess where? At pushingrubberdownhill.com. It's almost like it's a centralized area. He made it easy for you. What else we got? They got the goddamn bacon. Masculine geek, Jack Napier with the Red Evening, Rob Says.net, and the Black Brigade. The Black Brigade has a YouTube channel now. He's podcasting. Now I, I texted DT. I said, hey, you want a podcast? And then I looked and I saw that he was podcasting. Where the heck did the... Oh, here it is. <clears throat> so put that in there. All this advertising I do for people. You guys better freaking counter-advertise me. AcademicComposition.com. Go to AcademicComposition.com if you want other people to write your college papers for you that have nothing to do with your degree. And Alex, who works at AcademicComposition.com, is also looking for writers and marketers. So if you're looking for a job you could do from home, go to AcademicComposition.com. Check them out there. Bunker Basics with Bunker Bob. You may want to learn about prepping now. Don't know why, but go to Bunker Basics with Bunker Bob. It's not hyperbole or rhetoric. It's practical stuff. What do you need in a bug out bag? 
what type of water filters to get, what type of ammo to get, duct tape for your woman so she shuts the F up while you're trying to gun down commies and save your life. She's not asking why. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there's another book, The Science of Mastering Women. That's from Linda Gross. You can find her online. Just search Linda Gross. She has a podcast too. And so uh, The Science of Mastering Women, if you guys are looking how to get the girls, this is about the most scientific and empirical um, you can get. Like, here's what does statistically work. But beyond that, yes, you're still going to have to hit the gym. You're still going to have to be tall. You're still going to have to do other things. I don't, I don't have to go through that. <clears throat> and then finally, I'll put this in the link. If you'd like to help out the show, you may. I go to olderbrother.com slash donate, which is another website I have. I have three main websites. CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com. You can see pretty much everything there. That's the flagship site. Then I have assholeconsulting.com. That's the consulting site. Then I have olderbrother.com. That is my backup site. And another kind of business I like to push a little bit along. We have the Older Brother podcast. You can find that on YouTube. Search Older Brother. That's a YouTube channel. And uh, he said, oh, I didn't know you were podcasting this because it's on that channel, not this one. <laughs> Two separate channels. Multiple, multiple channels. So in case one channel is like, oh, you said something naughty. You said something that wasn't true according to CNN PolitiFact Check. And so now we're going to ban you. So that's another reason why. Inevitably, I will end up on BitChute. I will, guys. I will. All right. Now let's get through the super chats before I... Was it classic basement for two dollars? Thoughts on Seattle autonomous autonomous zone? A lot of rich little spoiled white kids from the suburbs uh, whose parents cut them off of funding. A lot of gunner punks think it's the Dunning Kruger effect. They think they know how to run a society. Um, <clears throat> and we'll talk about it here where they ran out of food and now they need food because the homeless made off with their food. <laughs> oh, that, so there, that's that's what I think. Dr. Oatmeal for five bucks. We didn't start the fire is the baby boomers vindication. At. Yeah, I hate that song. I hate that. That and Forrest Gump. Uh, I'm not really for burning pieces of art or work, but if those like lobbyists on K Street, like if they were to just go away and never be seen again, I'd be okay with that. Um, I do not. That song is horrible. Uh, getting through the super chats here. <clears throat> Give me a second, guys. Oh, good. We didn't miss any. Uh, Dr. Oatmeal for two bucks. Thoughts on dealing with Chaz? What's Chaz? Hang on. I got... What's Chaz Seattle? A, a no co-op co-op. Oh, the autonomous zone. All right. Here, have you seen their pictures? Or their, their, they literally have cardboard the people's department. I mean, it, it it's what you'd expect of mentally ill, low IQ animals. That's really what it is. I mean, Seattle, let, let's put it this way. The likes of Seattle's city council, um, the mayor of Chicago, the mayor of Minneapolis, the mayor of St. Paul, our state governor, Governor Waltz. These people are pretty inept and incompetent to begin with, but at least they have some education. At least they had to work somewhat, especially Waltz. He was in the military. I mean, he's such a letdown. I mean, okay, you're a Democrat. I get it. But okay, he'd, he'd be, of all things, I think an ex-military man would have been able to handle us. 
No, I mean, they're, they're incredibly incompetent. You throw stupid and delusional and likely on drugs as well, which at least half of these, these homeless people are. And not, not Marxist in the sense of political, but such extreme radical uh, politics that it's more of a sign of mental illness than it is like deep, you know, some philosophy professor who grows his beard out long and, and pontificates and actually read Das Kapital. Uh, no, you have animals trying to run it and you can see it. You can see it. It's like home. It is. It's homeless people, you know, thinking that, okay, hey, look, take over Seattle. Let's see what happens. All you need, look, Hong Kong and Singapore proved you don't need the land around you to make it. You guys are so smart. You And, and now you're free. Declare yourself free. Secede from the United States. Come up with your own currency. Learn how to trade food for whatever services you're going to offer. And I have a feeling you're going to see that it's a little bit harder to be an adult than to just sit there and protest and panhandle the entire time. Here's... Always try and look on the good side of things. And there's two main good things to look at. Well, there's many more, but the ones that should stand out in this particular context is this. Um, these people are going to be miserable no matter what. No matter what. They are that stupid. They think putting up a cardboard sign and growing a little plot of, of food is going to feed a six-block area in a heavily densely populated area. Okay. They already are begging for more food. They don't understand human nature. The homeless stole their food. <laughs> what? What's that like thinking like you thought like that's the best you could come up. You finally got your day in the sun, guys. All right, now I'll deliver. And instead of like this great performance of Shakespeare, oh, they all came out there and shat on the, on, the, uh, on the stage, rolled around in it, and then complained that they felt like shit or smelled like shit. What's that like being these people? Uh, the gal that set fire to the five cop cars, she's mentally ill. Go look up her social media. Uh, Mayor Cuomo, Mario Cuomo, his daughter obviously is mentally ill, though not related to this. Um, Steven Spielberg's daughter, I think she ended up getting arrested or something, or she was in a porn or something like that, probably mentally ill. You, you could give them all the government money in the world. They could take over a city. A leftist shitty one on top of it. They'll never be happy because they're mentally ill. Now, I'd say the mental illness has been caused by a life of laziness in government or private sector pampering, either coming from the government directly or their parents. <clears throat> you have little children that cannot function as adults. And, and now they do have mental illnesses. Probably real legit ones because they weren't, they've been living a lie this entire time and the human brain can't take that much damage or a cognitive dissonance and contradiction without really getting fucked in the head. And so there you go. So that, that's one thing. Uh, the other thing is <clears throat> think about how much time they're wasting. Like, I don't know about you. I don't have time to waste five minutes. I'm looking at the watch with the GF getting ready, like tickety tock, tickety tock. Let's go here. I have to calm down to slow down to get at the speed of great one or rose. I have to chill out. These people are must live in one capacity, one because they can't be working. They must be getting fed somehow. So they have this incredible luxury of being nowhere to be and having nothing to do. That this is the best use of their time. It's like the gals with the pink pussy hat uh, protests. These women 
had n- the best use of their time was to knit or have somebody else knit <clears throat> pink pussy hats, spend their money on hopping on a flight to go to Washington, D.C. to protest the guy who got elected. Now, there may be some legitimate uh, political complaints or concerns or problems you have with it, but that just is like, wow, you are really dumb. You really must have nothing going on or you are so dumb, you lack the ability to value your time. You have no connection between time and success. You piss away your time like there's no tomorrow, like you're going to live forever, like you're an immortal when you're definitely mortal. And now, especially during the time of, a, of the coronavirus and bad economic times, and you're living in a shithole called Seattle, <clears throat> and you have no skills, that's very expensive. The best use of your time is to play this make-believe wannabe government kingdom you have, and now you finally got your, your socialist republic of retards? Retards and spurgs, is that what you got there? Congratulations. Hey, look at the sign you put. You Oh, you spray-painted autonomous zone. Good. And <laughs> well, you do it on your part. Go ahead. Do it there. Go. go. Oh, what do you mean? Dealing with? What do you want us to deal with? Screw it. Let it happen. It's in Seattle. That Of all people, got to understand this. This is what Seattleites voted for. This is what Minneapolitans voted for. This is what Chicagoans voted for. This is what Californians voted for. Right? If you try doing that, you try going over the hump to Leavenworth. Uh, there's some gentlemen up there with guns that shoot your fucking ass down. You're not say, you're not taking over the cop shop there. You want to go to uh, Yamaka or, or is it Yamaka? Is that the town? I'm just thinking of another town outside the, well, you know, go to Spokane. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So you, it, but you people voted this in. You're all Democrats. You all voted it in. And now... The one at least honest Marxist, the the East Indian gal who's an economics major and didn't pay attention to economics, and she's never worked a day in her life. She's like been there around the city council for a decade now because why work a real job? <clears throat> she had a key to the city a, a council because she sits on the city council. She had it to not the city council. What do they call it? Not the courthouse. What? City Hall, City Hall. She had a key and she let in all these uh, communist agitators and, and protesters and they took over City Hall for an hour. Well, the people voted for her, right? <laughs> they voted for her. They keep voting for her. And now the mayor uh, of, of Seattle, who who's, you know, I'm like, are you all on the same team? He's not Marxist enough, I guess. Because privileged little princess over there needs to have her communist revolution because otherwise she'd have to get a job and maybe be a wife and shut the F up and raise some kids. No, it's better to go and destroy the democratically elected, you know, institute their little tyranny there. Uh, it can't, it, 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 us, what, what? I'm not lazy. I'm not raising a finger. I'm not doing anything. I, I want to go to Minneapolis and help pick up. I'm not going to donate a thing of groceries. Fuck those people. They voted for it. I may, I may want to go there to see my old neighborhood torch. Like, oh, there was the Hexagon Bar. Okay, there was the, the Five and Dime store. There was. I wonder if Merlin's got torched. I wonder if there's anything on Lake Street that far uh, east got torched. <clears throat> but we're not dealing with it. No, you just... 
<laughs> eat popcorn, watch the world burn. I don't know. Was there a book called Enjoy the Decline? Anthony CMA for 10 bucks. How far would I be ahead of millennials if I had a $35,000 salary uh, salary welding job and moved out of my parents' house by 22? Um, if you had no debt, you're ahead. You're ahead by like the vast majority of them. How do we measure behind or ahead? Um, but by millennials at 22, yes, you'd be way ahead of the vast majority of them. Uh, you'd also have a good skill and trade. You'd have a good salary coming in. You'd have no doubt. I think you'd be in the top 5%. The only people I say would be ahead of you is any guy or gal that like majored in engineering. Also maybe had the benefit of living at home or full scholarship. Also graduated without debt and had a higher job offer at the end of the day. Uh, but you guys would be um, colleagues. Um, I mean, everyone competes. Everyone competes, but when you get to a certain level, you, you you don't begrudge someone being more successful than you. You're like, damn, all right, go, man. And you still compete. And, um, but your colleagues, your, your colleagues. And yeah, you're in the top 5%, especially adjusting for millennials going back on you. By 22? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, dude, you could be working at McDonald's. As long as you don't have debt at 22 and like you had a little bit of savings, you're way ahead of at least 80% of the millennials. All right, Hamrabi Tide Pop for five bucks. A SoundCloud rapper becoming a warlord over the Antifa controlled autonomous zone in Seattle. There's proof we're living in idiocracy. Oh, is a <clears throat> is a SoundCloud rapper is he the self declared warlord? <laughs> the autonomous zone. They're gonna have to learn. They're gonna have to learn like civil engineering and civil services. I don't mean like being civil towards one. I mean like uh, sewers. Where do you get your water? Um, policing your own. I know this may shock you. Things like this have already had. We've had tent cities before. Surprise, surprise, rape and drug dealing occur in these things. And inevitably, guess who's got to come in? The cops. So uh, good for him. I just like, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Run it. That may be, you know, whereas Hong Kong and Singapore do trade and finance and commerce uh, and IT. Uh, and that's how they got rich. Uh, a lot of these places are just good. They're going to, there's going to be economic commerce. I almost guarantee you it's going to be uh, prostitution and drugs because it's readily available. It's easy. Now it's illegal. Uh, and there's obviously some uh, negative externalities and costs that come with those two vices, essentially, but they don't care. They got to make their money. And then the, the, above all else running this is these people want to jerk themselves off as to how strong and independent they are. It's all an ego. They got nothing else, nothing else in life. This is their time to shine. Okay, you could arguably say most of these riots and, and arsons and all that are uh, not always, but stereotypically the rich little white kids from the suburbs, although admittedly some not rich, but a lot of college educated liberal arts elitists who have no skills are sick and tired of working for a decade in some low skill, no skill uh, job. And they're they're What they were promised is not coming true. That's really what they're protesting gets. And now this is their time to shine because the only thing they have is their policy. I got almighty guys. You know, you want to understand this. Where'd it go? <clears throat> There's an entire 
chapter. It, 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 you want to understand the psychology of the rioters, right? You don't have to read the whole book. You just got to read. Hang on. There's a couple chapters here. Um, your politics have no value. That's chapter 23. Um, and which one has about the millennial political illness? I think in all of part one. Yeah, chapter two and three, the guinea pig generation, the worst failure in American history. Uh, <clears throat> chapter 14, no, chapter 13, your dreams are stupid. Just go read through that. It talks about the millennial political religion. It, 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 it's, a, it's a cult is what it is now. Because all they told is how great they are because they exist. And, and here's your correct thought. Here's, here's what you need to believe. And this is correct and this is more. Here's your moral um, construct, your moral philosophy that should govern everything about you. And it's socialism. It's leftism. And those people bad, you good and oppressed. And, now, and, and you're going to lead the world. And now since that hasn't happened. These people have been going to school for how long and just just die, just barely getting by, scratching by with their degrees and what they promised was not delivered. But instead of going and taking it out on their parents, teachers, professors, all of who were leftists, by the way, especially your professors and your teachers, they were telling you to do leftist shit. They're the ones that told you to follow your heart and money will follow. They're also the ones that put you in a shit ton of debt and you gave the professors your money. Now, if you were critically thinking, if you were capable of critical thought, which you aren't because you went to schools for the liberal arts, you'd be pissed at the socialists. You'd be pissed at the teachers. You'd be rioting. You'd be going over these unoccupied uh, college campuses and taking a free residency in the dorms. That's what you would be doing. What are they going to say? Kick you out? They're, they're on your side politically. But above all else, you'd ironically be voting Republican or at least not Democrat or socialist. Way. But no, they got nothing else to do because ultimately what's more important than critical thought is laziness. And they're still they're still they're going to waste their time instead of just working a regular job at McDonald's instead of just driving Uber. They're going to waste weeks of their time setting up this make believe circus town which is going to be heavily dependent on external sources of financing and charity. If they don't get it, they're going to resort to drugs and prostitution to bring any kind of money into that world. <clears throat> so there you go. Uh, I'm Robbie Tipod. Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. <laughs> I love President Camacho. <laughs> uh, what's we going to do, man? He's got the machine. Oh. Idiocracy was such a great movie. Kevin McComber, two bucks. Here's like three hundred thousand for a twelve square foot home. Yeah, three hundred thousand is is uh is cheap now apparently. <clears throat> Kevin McComber for two bucks. I hmm, I've never been to Vegas. Go to Vegas, man. Go to Vegas. Flights are cheap. I don't know if hotels are cheap, but go to Vegas. I recommend everybody go to. Hey, are you sick of this bullshit? Why don't you go to Vegas? While you're at it, the only show I recommend you see is the Australian Bee Gees. Go tune in. Go go get yourself a ticket to watch the Australian Bee Gees and go hike. 
Uh, David Bamber, new guy here from Australia, apparently five Australian dollars. How far does America have decline into this leftism until they start wanting to turn the ship around? Never, never. It it depends. It, the quickest turnaround is you could say maybe China, maybe Vietnam, maybe Russia. We'll see how quickly Venezuela abandons its socialism and uh, communism, but it took the Soviets about 70 years from, what, 19, <clears throat> 19 to 1991. Took them that long. So an entire generation, entire generation has to be brought up under this tyranny. Um, China, well, when did the revolution take over the after World War II, so 49 was the battle between Chiang Kai-shek and Mao Zedong. So from 50 and then Deng Xiaoping, it's China's still communist, but at least they like, whoa, we can't do this anymore. Let's change things up. So let's introduce some, some free market reforms. Up until the 90s, so that's about a 50, 40-year cycle, but they're still dictatorial. Vietnam followed China in somewhat of the same pattern. It takes, I'd say, at least at least 50 years. And the amount of brainwashing that's gone into these, these robots is incalculable. Trillions of dollars, decades, across hundreds of millions of kids, two generations. And they're just not capable of thinking. You can't reason them out of it. They could be, li look, now this, you bring in a racial component here, but how long has, has the... Uh, Black community suck the dick of the Democrats, even though their neighborhoods are destroyed. They're dead last place, unless you want to throw American Indians in there. Uh, but And they're still just as loyal. Still just as loyal. Uh, so that's what, the Great Society since 64, to, so that's 60 years. It, it's going to take a full generation. Uh, but by that time, I think America will be so diverse, uh, geographically speaking, not geographically speaking, demographically speaking, we're going to look more like Brazil where it's just going to be a bunch of fucking idiots across all races, across all cultures. And they're, and, and then we're going to be like a Latin American country where we, we do a little bit of social. Oh no, let's go to communism. Oh, we go to back to capitalism. Oh, we go to social. Like I get a kick out of. Once the PRI lost an election, I loved how Mexico was ping-ponged back and forth between, like, pretty free market, uh, Vicente Fox, and then the, the latest guy, Labrador or Oli or whatever the fuck is, it, it, this hard Marxist. Dude, pick a team right, and stick with it. Right? Not in my lifetime. Not in your lifetime, David, unless you live, like, 90 years old. Jug Grover for two bucks. If I burn my neighborhood down, will I get the girls? Yes, yes. If you burn your neighborhood down, you'll get the girls. But you got to burn down uh, all the businesses because that's the patriarchy or the white man or whatever. Those are the bad guys. The ones that like sell you your life-saving drugs. You got to burn down the pharmacy, man. You know that thing called food you eat? You better go burn down that supply of food. I wonder how long the Seattle place would last if they didn't burn down the grocery store. Uh, 
Kevin McComber for two bucks. Tucker Carlson, 2024. He won't win. The, the only... <clears throat> if someone wants me to predict, I'll, I'll give my political analysis of 2024 or 2020 in the future. I believe the Republicans could win uh, the House and Senate. Uh, I think they could win the presidency. And more importantly, or more interestingly, actually, maybe not more importantly, they could win the city councils and uh, mayorships of Seattle. Many, any place these riots happen, a Republican could walk in there right now and say, we're done with this shit. And if a Republican party would like to know how to do that, you can hire me for an egregious fee because I realize nobody listens until you ass rape them with price. Uh, Ronan Boyle for five British pounds. Captain Kevin Chettleman in the United Kingdom, four bedroom house uh, for 675,000 pounds. That's close to a million bucks in the better parts of town. And Captain, look up BLM protesters, UK tearing down statues. I, I don't care to, um, at any point in time, the cops could go in there and stop that. At any point in time. Uh, Kevin McComber, five bucks. Imagine thinking you're a revolutionary when you're on the same side of every major corporation. Yeah, how many of these people got an Apple phone or or uh, you know, bank with Wells Fargo or something? Amy Langston, one of the few ladies uh, within the Cappy Capite sphere. Thank you for brightening my day as always. Enjoying the decline of man. Also, how have your nieces been doing lately? Not too well. <clears throat> Not too well. They're crying way too much. Uh, they've been making noise. All their other uh, family and loved ones get them toys that make noise. And um, and they just make noise. There's no discipline. Um, there's other things which I won't mention. It's not not germane to this. But uh, they, are, they are no longer well-behaved little girls or increasingly less so. And I don't babysit. I don't, <clears throat> I know that sounds very, well, you come on, they're a little, no, 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 no. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen young girls behave incredibly well before. A buddy of mine out in Denver, he has a daughter that, um, I have another buddy who has a daughter that ain't so little anymore, but that kid was just like what kids are able to behave. It's whether you decide to hold them to standards and make them behave. And so now they're getting a little older and uh, nothing good lasts forever, guys. Nothing good lasts forever. They're great when they're little tykes. You give me, put me in command. These kids will be marching to a tomb. But they're not my kids. So, you know, now that they're they're a pain in the ass, I, I don't hang out with them that much anymore. So, oh, it's sad. Nothing. Oh, but Cappy's all right with it. Kevin McComber for two bu uh, bucks to fund the universities. Well, they are going to get defunded. We can make housing projects out of the universities. The competent man for five bucks. You see how Hertz, you see how Hertz, while in chapter 11, to issue one billion in new stock, Jug should rule today if they will allow it for Robin Hood retail accounts. Ah, okay, good. Good for them. Kevin McComber, thoughts on Elon Musk? Ah, uh, basically, he's at eccentric. I was impressed with him, and I did a clarity test on him. He did come from wealth. Uh, he was a parasite, taking government money, running his company. And then when he told California to fuck off, or he was going to, and he's opening up, I'm like, okay, Elon, there you go. There you go, buddy. All right, you went up in my estimation. <clears throat> but I think he's, 
when he builds something that works, it doesn't need government subsidizing. I was just looking for the home battery. Like, could, if he could complete something and finish it, I'd be very happy. I'd be very happy. Anthony CMA for 10 bucks. I'm currently 19, and by 30, I want to move or at least visit Japan. Go. What are some pros and cons of living there compared to the United States? How the fuck do I know, Anthony? I've not lived there. You know who you got to talk to? Go talk to Modern Life John or Modern Life Dating John. He lives there. I Their culture is more stable. You really got to know the language. You will be discriminated against, not in a, in a rude way, but you just, you, they're there for the Japanese, not Americans. America should try that. Get the fuck out of here. You're not an American. You didn't go through the process. Goodbye. Um, <clears throat> they got a lot of debt. Quality of life is work to death culture. Um, I don't know. Talk to Modern Life, John. DJ Aftershock for five bucks. I have a Hillary Clinton business suit with my arms akimbo. This means I'm very important and empowered. You see, I'm a very important Carlson uh, girl boss. Yes, all the women doing this. Now, that's the black suit, not the Hillary Clinton communist gray suit, but the short skirt black. That, <clears throat> that means you're a very powerful woman, and, and you are girl boss. Actually, should we go to girl boss? How much time I got? I got a little. Let's go to girl boss, the blog. I occasionally like dropping in on here because there was an article written by a girl who wrote for Girl Boss about why women need a student loan bailout. <laughs> Fuck you. You're not independent then. You're a parasite. You're a, and worse, you're a hypocrite claiming strong, independent girl boss. Give us money because we majored in stupid shit. Meh. Girl Boss, career, money, and well sort, wellness resource. Oh, hang on. Before I open my, I don't want to see it. How much you want to bet there's a ton of articles about racial politics and bullshit and not one thing about majoring in STEM or getting a CPA. The Girl Boss Guide to Now. Get access. Ambition begins here. And see, you don't need skills or talent, DJ. You don't need uh, certifications or credentials and shit we people are willing to pay for. You just need moxie, attitude, <clears throat> confidence, and ambition. Oh, and above all else, you need passion. And those five things unite like Voltron, Vaginatron. That's what they unite. Okay, so compassion, no, passion, moxie, ambition, dreams or what and then they form vaginatron and you don't have to know anything about engineering or have a skill and then you stand like this with your black power suit on and then you make the money then your girl boss <clears throat> a professional network for a new era your new link in your bio spark a discussion um What's funny, dude, is you just said the akimbo, and there's two gals with their akimbo hands. I thought this was a blog. This just looks like now it's become a sale. Uh, like they're just offering classes or how to be a girl boss with, with, yeah, join, get access. Yeah, it's no longer a blog, dude. Wait, the girl boss blog didn't, didn't, wh what happened to girl boss blog? I thought, wasn't this so well-read you could sell so much advertising? Girl Boss Rally. 
Join the conversation. When do you ever say like a pop-up that says learn to code? When the official girl boss guide to now, because there's no other way to address your professional ambitions, business dreams, financial goals, wellness habits, than to look squarely in the uncertain future and make your best fucking guess where they said fucking my God. They're so strong. In light of the new circumstances we're adapting to every day, we're inviting you to do what we do best. Learn on the community around you. Oh, lean. Lean on the community, the experts, the network, the friends, the pivot. It, God, just anything but work, huh, ladies? <clears throat> well, I guess girl boss is gone. Um, so there you go. So, But the short version, arms akimbo. Black suit. Girl boss. And then the money just apparently shits itself out of the sky. There's got to be some poor gals out there that have just got to be so sick of this bullshit. It's like, stop making the rest of us look like fucking idiots. There are. There's some gals out there. They're nurses. They're accountants. They're doctors. Some even real, some teachers that are like serious about their job. They're not Marxists. <clears throat> They've just got to be sick of all this girl empowerment bullshit with no substance. <laughs> the competent man for five bucks. Deng Xiaoping. It doesn't matter whether a cat is black or white as long as it catches mice. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice saying. As long as the economy works, it's a good economy. All right, any more? Oh, yeah, we got a lot more. Hang on, hang on, guys. I'm trying to get through it all. Uh, Chaz Seattle, brought to you by Carl's Jr. Chaz Seattle. I... <laughs> Does it already have a Wikipedia entry? Uh, David 128, there's a petition to put up a statue of Prince in St. Paul where Columbus statue was taken down. F this state. There should be a cappy one instead. I got an idea. <clears throat> why not all three? Why, why did we have to take down Columbus? He sailed across the ocean, okay? Let's give him that much. You may not like his politics. You may not like what he did when he came here. Guy did make it. Technically, the Soviets made it to space first. Um, Yuri... God, he should know of his name. I mean, do we are we going to not celebrate that guy's accomplishment because he was a communist? Maybe he wasn't a communist. The guy, the guy went in outer space. Columbus sailed across. He discovered America. All right, <clears throat> Prince. I don't know. If that's the same as discovering an entire half of the planet. But for Minnesota, Prince, I could see that be more legit than anything. Prince could have a statue up. I think that's pretty legit. He's very Minnesotan. He he's unique. He, I, I, that's not the worst. Me, no, no. Some idiot podcaster on the internet that nobody fucking listened to. No, don't put me up there. Don't put me. Oh, and by the way, Carlson School of Management. If I ever make billions, don't you dare fucking say Aaron Clary went here because I will take all my money and I will spend it on like debunking that and why no one should go to the Carlson School of Management. Then they'll be clever and change their name. I'll like, oh, look, I'm clever. I have left a, a fund for other people to keep tabs on you. No, I'm not going to have a statue of my name. Athabel Decu at 222. Things are opening back up here in North California finally. Good. The coffee shops aren't open here. That's what drives me nuts. Coffee shops aren't open. So I can't sit here and do my work. Hamrabi Tide Pod for five bucks. Shut off the internet in Seattle. The communist LARPers will get bored and leave within 24 hours. Shut off the water. Oh, you you want sewage? Okay. Well, I guess guess you're gonna have to pay for that. 
They're going to start. That's the thing, though. They're going to have other people supplying them. This is not. This is not like a walled-off independent city. DJ after shock two buck of uh, bucks <clears throat> and one feet out to show that you are really important. Yes, you have to have that one foot pointed at a ninety-degree angle out, and everyone's looking at the camera like you don't belong to a girl boss. Ronan Boyle, two British pounds. Look up Open University. It's not even accredited. Bye. Okay. That it? Are we caught up? All right, good. <clears throat> um, so we don't have some of these things you guys already told me about. I already talked about how uh, Antifa created their own autonomous zone. You guys already know about this. And then um, their food got stolen. So I looked this up, and this came in... This is in April. So this isn't now. This is April 7th. Thieves stole food and hygiene supplies from a nonprofit organization working overtime to help people during the coronavirus outbreak. Two men broke, first broke into Compass Housing Alliance's Seattle office at Saturday afternoon. I'm glad there's no housing problems in Seattle because you have Compass Housing Alliance. They're taking care of everything. The nonprofit said they came back and the next day they were captured on surveillance video, ransacking refrigerator and loading up a cart full of donated food and hygiene products meant for homeless and low income people. Uh, A couple said that these, here we go, likely made off between guess how much. All right. Going to go gargle. This made news. I don't know if it's national headline news. Where is it? Uh, It's the local. Okay. They were going to solve homelessness and hygiene problems and, and, and corona. they were going to fight Corona. This made new. Now guess how much money these two guys that not money, but supplies they made off with right to now cripple the ability of this, whatever housing Alliance. Okay. Th- this threw a wrench in their plans. So you got to think about how much, how much did they make off with in terms of dollar amounts of food and hygiene products to eliminate the ability of this nonprofit to function anymore. You will figure it out. I'll come back. Throw your, throw your guesses in the chat room. I'm real, I'm real quite uh, curious.
All right, let's see how many people guessed how much. Uh, Josh Rallandrum says 1,600. You're incorrect, Josh. Uh, Shaft Brown, 200. No profits, got 100,000. 50, 100. Oh, this is all over the place. 100,000, 500, 600. Okay, hang on. Let me scroll back up so I don't lose the super chat place. Uh, here's Athams. Shut off the internet. Really important. Open University. They got the thieves made off with between five hundred and one hundred dollars worth of food. <laughs> These guys, what? I think they grabbed some of the meat and some beers, and then they left. And the, you take a $750 hit, and now your entire nonprofit can't function and live up to whatever pathetic meager goals it's set up. Now, this is a nonprofit. This is an organized nonprofit that probably has people that aren't infested with fleas and too much mental illness. I'm sure there are a bunch of leftists. Can you imagine how long this, this republic of, uh, of Chaz is going to last? If homeless just ate all their food, I this is going to be a shit show. This is going to be a true enjoy the decline moment. I just found that interesting where you guys are like, I can't believe they're setting up their own communists. It's like, dude, the professionally managed nonprofit shit the bed when $750 of their food was stolen. Like they couldn't complete their mission because they lost $750 of food. What what are these people doing without refrigeration? What are they doing? Do you think they know how to pickle or salt meat? Well, you pickle vegetables, you salt meat. So I I want to, if it's getting you angry, don't let it get you angry anymore. There's no reason for those people to get you angry. Just just watch and watch and enjoy it. Like, like, you're not them. Do you want to trade places with them? Do you want to be this delusional? Do you want to have such a bad life that you're like, yeah, man, I'm good. If, if it's true that the leader is a, a SoundCloud rapper and he's going to go, okay, you go have that guy be your leader. I wonder how nice it's going to be. I mean, the uh, those parade of home places, no one can really afford those either, but at least they can put up the facade. At least they have electricity. At least they get to lie to themselves. At least, you know, they don't get fleas. At least it's hygienic. All right. Let's go. Uh, E-Man for two bucks. Dollar and I am missing the intros. Howdy, Lieutenant. Yeah, because now it's it's been a change, you know, as technology evolves it, and how listening habits change. What you do now is you don't use a video recording device like SoundCloud Record. <clears throat> of which then you have an MP3 and then you can add and splice on intros like DT does it greatly. I'm sure there's a way for me to do it here on StreamYards, but um, now you just record directly to YouTube. That's your recording thing. The audio quality is good enough that you can rip down the MP4, convert it to an MP3. I probably could add at that moment the thing, but I'm just too busy, guys. It's just, uh, you know, maybe things slow down. Remember one day I had 19 videos I did. Another day I did 13. I even had drinks those days too. Although with me, it's a little different. If I have a drink, I get more energy. I'm like, yeah, let's go. It's afterwards. You're like, whoa, let's relax. But even then, like yesterday, I went for a six-mile run. 
The trick is not to drink an entire bottle of Rumplemans. If you are wondering about that. <laughs> but yeah, if I have a little bit more time, I'll uh, I'll split that in. Uh, Ronan Boyle, why didn't you join the Army United States Air Force? Said, I didn't know. No one, no one, what, what ended up happening, there's several reasons. Uh, the, the Gulf War, the first one, was done and over before you could fart. Um, I'm like, okay. So when the second one came, it's like, well, wait, I just finished college. I busted my ass off to do this. Now am I going to go join the military for a war that's going to be over in three months? Little did we know it be 13 years and still going on. Also, I've talked about this before. I was absolutely the best at what I did. I was the best finance guy, best finance major at the University of Minnesota. For my and there were four people who got higher GPA, and they all had mommy and daddy paying for shit. What I pulled off while I was going to college was unfucking rivaled, and I was good. I still am good. All right, I, you know, read through my economic stuff. Shit, I predicted ten years. I didn't realize I was going into finance or I was going into finance. I didn't realize how corrupt banking would be. I didn't realize uh, how, how no one gives a shit about the, what the real world, like how Paul Krugman is much more intelligent than I am because he tells people what they want to hear. I thought people want to have good data. I thought people wanted to invest correctly. And so I kept thinking it was bad luck. Uh, then, uh, then I ended up getting to teach dance class. Things started going well, and then by that time, I was like, "Yeah, do I want to like you know join the reserves?" And then, no, I should have. I absolutely should have. But that's why. And back then, you know, not to not to say it's any different now, but it's like, oh, you don't go into the trades. All oh, the military is for losers, you know. Oh, you got to go off to college. I'm like, I do. Oh, okay. I had a very naive view, like you did one thing and one thing only. Oh, you work out. Okay, then you be a jock. Okay, and you become an athlete. Okay, no, you become a nerd in finance and you go become economic. You go into computers or engineering. You become a doctor. There was none of this like, well, you could do multiple things. Like uh, he's an Asian dude and he's a medical doctor, a fighter pilot. He's an astronaut and he was a Navy SEAL. That's a bit much. Okay, but I didn't realize that, yeah, you could do multiple things. I just, that's why I focused on one thing, get it done, and I got it done greatly, but no one one really cared. I also had expectations, my expectations of a career in finance was higher than that of the the military as well. It's like the military, well, you don't get paid anything. And little did I realize, oh, you get paid a lot more in the military, a lot more than if you go to banking. All right, that's it there. Let's do some good news. MGM Resorts dumping parking fees. This is from Las Vegas, and I don't know if you know this, but MGM, the company, owns several, I think seven casinos, big ones in Las Vegas. And no more than 10, 15 years ago, you could park for free anywhere you wanted in Las Vegas because the casinos wanted your money. So you could park here for free, and we'll just take your money. as you gamble, right? as you drink, go back even longer ago, you could get a cheap hotel and get a near free steak dinner because they knew they were going to make the money. And that was like back in the day, the glory days where like you could get a steak dinner for what, five bucks or whatever it was. I don't know. You have this, you're going back to the seventies and the eighties, but then just like everything else, you know, these, these 
cryptic analysts, these, these bean counters who see nothing of the culture or the larger picture or the environment that you've created, like we can make money off of parking. We can make money. Uh, we don't have to, why are we, we're losing money on, on, on stakes and this and that. So now they don't even, it, now you could go and you, you, uh, the casinos have the malls, essentially. That's what a casino is now. The malls where there's public places you can gamble. So the floor is more or less the casino. There's a hotel attached to it, but then all this other space is a mall where if you want to run a restaurant, you rent out that room. You want to run a nightclub, you rent out that room. And so they just call the casinos just collect rent. They're landlords really more than anything else, I guess. And so the idea of the house casino, here's your steak dinner. Mm -mm. That's gone. Now you're going to pay T to Gordon Ramsay's Sir fuck a lot or whatever British name he's given them. And I like Gordon Ramsay, but you know, they, they just lend their name. They don't even cook the food. And they're like, Oh, I want to go to Frank Frankenson. I want to go to Jada's restaurant. It's like, no, she, she just lent the name there. Maybe they, built the the uh the menu uh, oh and i want to go to this nightclub oh remember that time we went to this crazy nightclub well go back there two years ago see uh, two years later see if it's still there what happened i thought this is the most premier nightclub that year it was uh <clears throat> so uh now they they just they squeeze out all the money now they oh we can make money on parking so it is so mgm was the first casino company to start charging for fees well, now with the great and merciful Corona Chan, MGM Resort's dumping parking fees. MGM Resort and International saying is getting rid of paid parking as it prepares to welcome back guests after the coronavirus shutdown. MGM, which operates nine, okay, nine strip resorts, said it plans to initially reopen its only its Bellagio and New York, New York properties in Las Vegas once the state gives the green light. Casinos statewide have been have been closed since mid-March after Governor Sosolak, Sisolak. Ordered the shutdown of non-essential businesses to help curb the spread of the coronavirus. No date has been set for casinos to resume operations. Uh, in 2016, MB MGM Resorts became the first resort operator on the Strip to start charging for self-parking and valet service. Self-parking fees range from $10 a day to $18 a day, depending on the price. I remember, I remember one time coming in on my motorcycle from San Diego. And I'm like, <clears throat> I just got to park my bike anywhere. I parked it by, uh, what was it? Not, uh, the, the, the old Sir Lancelot themed one, um, next to New York, New York. I, I just parked there and I just could walk around the strip. Got a hotel. Now you have to wear, oh, is this park? You don't have to pay. Uh, the maximum for valet parking was 24 to 30. Other strip resorts quickly followed suit. Yeah. See, they're all, although some later backed off and reverted to free parking. See, but because now some of you are, some of you aren't. Everyone now has to worry about driving around. If you don't know Vegas, then you don't know where the parking strip, and you don't know who owns what. Is that an MGM casino or is that a non-MGM ca casino? <clears throat> you you could just park. It's like downtown. Well, how do we get people to come back? How do you stop charging for fucking parking after six p.m.? How do we reinvigorate and re-invibrate the city? Ah, uh, stop making it hard to come there. How about this? How about people can go and enjoy your establishments without worrying about whether they're going to get a ticket or not? Like, you don't have to lessen it. You, they could just enjoy their meal without some fucking Minneapolis cop 
or meter maid coming by and giving him $25. Well, see, it's every other day and odd days that and you didn't read the sign that, oh, fuck you people. Just fuck you. There's another reason not to go to a city. The move comes at a time the tourism industry has been decimated by the pandemic. Some gaming executives have noticed that Las Vegas will initially be heavily dependent on the regional drive-in market to help fill resorts. In this statement, MGM said it couldn't be more excited to open our doors and get back to what we we do best. Uh, what? <clears throat> Charge people for parking? Oh, and then uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, the resort fees. See, when you go online and you see, oh, it's, it's $30 at this hotel. That's cheap. Oh, they forget to tell you about the $30 resort fee because they have a resort. That fuckery is what pisses me off. That fuckery is like, and, and you know what? The old mafia guys knew how to do it. Come on in. How you doing? Hey, you need a steak? You need something? Talk to me. I'm Jimmy. I'll take care of you. All right. Nice to see you here. Hey, Bobby, what's going on? No, no, the room's comped on me. Stick around a little bit more because he knew he'd win more money. Now you got fucking pencil pushers. Uh, you know that we could get our shareholders an extra 0.5 rate of return percent if we just uh, started charging for parking. So now, now it's just going to a big-ass mall with parking fees. That's what it is. And and the suburb casinos, kind of like the suburb towns, know that if they have free, they still haven't charged for parking. Interesting. They say, hey, we want people to come here instead of downtown. Free parking. Come on in here and give us your money. Oh, so there's some good news. The great merciful Corona Chan is giving us some more and more blessings. What we got here? Joe Jones, five bucks. Gun store shelves are empty here. If you don't already have it, too bad. Smith & Wesson Federal should thank Antifa. Yeah, I got I got mine. I got mine. The GF was a little impressed when, when all this. This is before the, the riots, but when the corona stuff came and we had to worry about food and toilet paper. Now, I went and ran out got toilet paper because I know people are stupid. And then uh, she's like, well, what are we on the food? I said, remember that big-ass red bag I have? You know, with all the food, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like yeah, it's got all the ammo and all the water, and I have about like a month worth of food, I guess. It was just nice having that that peace of mind. Like, no, we'll make it. Better learn how to like fire the gun, figure out where the safeties are on the guns. Although some of my ammo's getting old, I should really go. I should, <clears throat> I should really go. Wait till ammo comes back down in price. Grab out all my old ammo and just shoot through all of it. And then rehearse, train up again. Remember where all the safeties are on the different guns. Learn how to disassemble them and clean them again. How to reassemble them. Just, just for the sake of that. Uh, good news. 85% of independent restaurant owners may go out of business by the end of 2020. According to an independent restaurant coalition study suggest... Research shows, oh, as many as 80% of independent restaurants may permanently close because of pan the pandemic by the end of 2020, according to a commissioned report by the Independent Restaurant Coalition. Independent restaurants will comprise 70% of all restaurants rely more heavily on dine-in revenue than chains and don't have a corporate safety net or support system to fall back on. Restaurant owners say that while the Paycheck Protection Program provides a temporary lifeline, it won't prevent most independent restaurants from a massive losses. They will force them out of business. 
The IRC is pushing for $100 billion in taxpayer money. They say it's from Congress. In the form of the org, in form of Oregon Representative Earl Blumenhauer's Restaurants Act. Hey guys, most of you restaurants were gonna go belly up anyway. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Most of you were gonna go belly up. Why would we throw good money after bad? So I did a study on it. Me and Chad talked about it. It's some like 90% of, especially the independent. Now, if you go chain, okay, they get, they got a, a system. They got a, <clears throat> a network. They're better managers. The independent restaurants, oh, no, you guys are fucking dead in the water. I, I mean, it's worse. It is That is a worse investment proposition than majoring in the liberal arts, literally. At least the liberal arts, like, you can kind of make it. I, I guess you could get a job you couldn't have otherwise because you actually have a degree. But, oh, my goodness, you want to talk about just throwing your money away? Go start a small independent restaurant. And so it's good news. Uh, and some more good news. This is nudes. Good news. This is from Kilo Land. Uh, I forgot what Kilo means. Uh, K-E-L-O, but this is South Dakota. Golf, golf leagues thrive during pandemic. Uh, most sports came to a halt during the coronavirus pandemic, but one sport that hasn't happened is golf. Keoland News talked to the Great Life Golf and Fitness in May. The five main Great Life courses around Sioux Falls have been a, have seen a record amount of golfers in April. This is bad news for me. Now I know it's good news for the economy. It's bad news for me because I don't like people. <laughs> I really don't want to golf with. I want to be left alone. I want to listen to my headphones. I want to listen to my podcast. I just want to be left alone and chilled out and relaxed. And uh, I haven't golfed once this year because when you drive past them, it is parked. It is packed. Cars going to the road, and you just have to drive. And look, and you can see like three. Now, I don't know if you know this, and I'll explain this if you've never golfed. Um, you're usually allowed to golf in groups of four. All right, so one to four. And they'll try and throw you in groups of four. So if you're one and there's two other people and they, there's like a third guy running around, they, they throw you into a foursome and you go together. Two cards can hold two people. So usually if you see two cards, you know, there's a foursome ahead of you. Some people walk with their bags to get the exercise. So that does happen too. But you kind of eyeball it with charts. And you can see how far deep it is based on how many golf carts are stuck at one hole. And the tee off place, not the hole, uh, the actual hole with the flag where they're trying to put it in. I'm talking where they're about to tee off. And you can't tee off when people are down the, the, the course. You got to wait for them to finish off because you might hit them with the golf ball. So <clears throat> you wait. I'm driving past these golf courses, and they're like six to eight deep of golf carts. <laughs> and that 18 holes will take you eight to four hours on a regular day. But you're you're going to be there just standing in line for six to eight. It's a full day. And I don't know about you. I like to golf, but I, I do not like to sit. And so I have not, I'm like, nope, that's like looking at a line going out of a restaurant with a bunch of fat middle-aged women, a bunch of Karens that cut, oh my goodness, you got to get, we have to get our omelets, our omelets taken off. It's Sunday. Let's, even though we don't go to church, let's wait till everyone is coming away from church and we'll line up with every. Let's do brunch on a Sunday morning. Don't you think that'd be great? Hey, why don't we go get drinks? at 7 p.m. on a Friday at a really hot nightclub. Why don't we do that? 
why don't we wait till 7.55 a.m. to go commute to work on the interstate? And so I, hey, I like golf, don't get me wrong, but I don't love it enough to sit here and wait in line and spend eight hours on one course. Uh, courses include Baker Crossing, Central Valley, Fox Run, Rocky Run, and Willow Run. Our daily play has seen records round, record rounds in the month of May, April and May, said Jason Sendanga, Vice President of Golf at the Great Life Golf and Fitness. Daily golf has been up, but that's not the only thing attracting golfers to the course. Our leagues have seen an increase across our courses, Sedunga said. Golf is one of the sports that hasn't been shut down. It's a sport people can do very safely. Golf leagues have seen consistent or even higher participation at some golf. This is kind of good news. I, I know it's good news for the country, not me, Mr. Misanthrope Golfer. Uh, this is also good because golf was kind of going on a downtrend because boomers are getting too old to golf. Uh, millennials and Gen Xers aren't taking it up. Uh, and the Tiger Woods effect is now long gone. Uh, what He spurred a lot of people to get into golf. And they, people kind of had their film. Their leave. Oh, now maybe this is rekindling some of that interest. Uh, do, 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 do. Golf leagues run all day long. I recommend if you haven't played. Now it's just popping up things and jumping it down. Uh, if, I would recommend that if you haven't played in leagues that you find a place to play. We have openings and it's all day play, Sedunga said. So there you go. Some happy news. Uh, from the golf world. Uh, any more super chats? I'm going to get out of here. E.L. Griffin, three bucks. Top three go-to cigars. Chusano M1s. Okay, those are my favorite. Chusano M1s. By far. Uh, Nub, Connecticut wrap. And then the Gloria Cubana. Uh, that's that's the one. Now, uh, the, the Nubs and the Chusano M1s are fixed sizes. The Gloria Cubana, you can get in different sizes and gauges and lengths. <clears throat> my general philosophy on a cigar is I'd rather have a smaller cigar with a wider gauge because I want to taste the cigar. You get a long, thin cigar, you're dragging through more smoke per volume of uh, tobacco, and then it harshens and lessens the taste of the tobacco. So I'd rather have two small cigars, and I'll do that sometimes. I'll get a big cigar, and I'll cut it in half because you, you maintain the flavor of the cigar more that way. You got to cut it right. You have to have a good cutter. You have to make sure it's sharp. sharp. You want to lick. I know it sounds weird. You want to lick where you're going to cut it so it maintains the, the integrity of the, the tobacco wrapper. And you cut it in half, and then you'll have two small good cigars as opposed to one long eh, cigar. But those are the three that I like. Uh, Final Kill 44 for 5 bucks. Do you think U.S. dollar is going to be worthless? No. Who's going to beat us? China had the, 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 the Corona Chan problem. All right. The, 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 the European Union is a bunch of fucks and fucking socialist pussies whose economy doesn't grow for shit. Um, Russia is corrupt as fuck. They can't get their act together, although they do post some really good figures. But I don't think they have a deep enough economy uh, to do that. What? <clears throat> who, who else? Brazil, India? No. Uh, corrupt. And, um, no, it's just, and, and and we can also talk about nuclear weapons, who's got the biggest military. Now, we keep printing off $3 trillion a quarter. That may change. That might change. But I, money printer go burr. We need, we need, our, we need our government checks. We need our unemployment checks. 
So that's it. All right. Uh, if you would, kindly visit olderbrother.com if you want to help out the show. You may by tuning in and doing donations like you are. So thank you, everybody, very much for your super chats. I appreciate them. Um, but if you wanted to join up, you could become a patron member. Go to olderbrother.com slash Aaron, uh, donate. Sorry, olderbrother.com slash donate. There's a Patreon link. You can click there, patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. And you can sign up for Patreon. You get access to the Road Trip Podcast, Mary Joe's Pinups, and a couple of the articles that are more thought pieces that uh, never did too well, but are brilliant nonetheless. And that's why I put them behind a paywall. You could donate to PayPal, though I don't know why you would. And then you could also do your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program, also located at olderbrother.com slash donate. If you do all your Amazon shopping through there first, don't go to amazon.com. Don't do it on your phone. Be an old Gen Xer. Be a boomer. Go to the computer, olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on Amazon. Go buy your stuff that way. And now I'm, it's used to be 6 to 7 Now I think it's 2 to 5%, which is still... Uh, Something, I guess it's something. So there you go. Ronan Boyle for two British pounds. Would you have voted for Brexit or against? I would have voted for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're, why are you Why are you just submitting yourself to paying for a fourth level of government? You got state, federal, and local. I don't know what Britain has. They have local, certainly. I presume they got a state or a provincial level, and they got a national level. Why are you going and paying an extra international level? And if you look at the, the people that sit on the councils over in Brussels, oh, my God, 400 people, like a, bigger than a Congress group of, of fucking worthless, worthless trust fund babies. Absolutely worthless. All right, that's it. Cappy going to go. We'll see you guys later. Toodles. <laughs>